There's a threat in the world today. A threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you ask him this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is going on, sports world? Live from the Dual Layers, it's Wednesday night. Because that guy right there is the one. Hola, como estas, way? This guy right here is the S, the Gulu. And we are Black and White Sports. That's right, powered by First Financial Bank, 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. These guys right behind me, Gruntworks Custom Woods. Get your next piece of custom artwork on wood from Gruntworks Custom Woods. Colleen, Texas, veteran-owned and operated. Our buddy over at Ultrasound Installations, Tony, does a wonderful job. Check him out, Ultrasound Installations, for your next car audio install. Damon, the one what? is going on namaste my friend uh, you are at the buzz nest <laughs> i am i have started the bw1 um the what no no i'm making up stuff i have started the black and white sports patio tour i started i started without you bro i know it happened Sometimes you do what you got to do. But I, the outdoorsman that I am, with all the bug spray and the candles and the <laughs> citronella, <laughs> uh-huh. I have started the tour. And what a better place to start. With that big-ass head glistening. Yeah, man. Let me, let, me, let me damp it. There you go. <laughs> let me pat it. You know, I'm at the buzz nest. Woo. I'm out here with... Uh, Mr. Mm. John Wayne Buzz, Buzz and his lovely, his lovely, beautiful new wife, Miss Mara Buzz, which is a Reds fan. Poor thing. (laughs) Hey, I said baseball was going to play. She said, "Yay, sixty games." (laughs) I wasn't sure if she was sarcastic or happy. Not really Uh... sure. I want to say she was sarcastically happy. I can go for that. So, yeah, I'm over here at the Buzz Nest. You know, Mara's got some food on the little thing over there, and I smell it all goody-goody. I mean, they take care of the one real well out here in uh, Noble Tucky. You're not used to that up in those neck of the woods, are you? Uh, hey man, they like me up here, bro. They like well, me up here, yeah, man. I got I got a Hamilton County star. They love yeah, me. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> hey, you know I can mingle wherever I go. 
Speaking of mingling, you know, we mingle with our brothers over at Checkers and Wreckers Sundays at 11 o'clock. And we do a lot of mingling when we hear some racing going on. Right? Meal deal. <laughs> yes, racing. Uh-huh. Okay. So without further ado, how do you ado? Without further ado, let me let me bring on our little special guest we have tonight. And he's dancing already. Look at him. No, yes, should I know? <laughs> Tommy is in the building, folks. What is going what? on, fellas? It is big. Oh my god, he's way too high for Wednesday oh, I got, night. I got two broadcasts tonight. I, this is this is early for me here. Early <laughs> Tommy boy, what is happening? Let uh, <laughs> let the the black and white sports world be reminded of who you are, sir. No reminder needed. I am the man with the stash here, the the young guy of the crew here. You you can see it all. I've got all the gadgets, the gadgets, all the the, the holidays, whatever it be here. But I'm kind of like S's and G's. Now it's G's and G's, gadgets and gadgets. Exactly. Yeah. You at first you get your your shits and gigs, and now you get your gigs and gadgets. Bro, I posted a picture earlier on my personal page without of the stash at Dan's old spot on the danger zone. <laughs> I remember that. The, uh, no stash, bro. No, no stash. stash. I forgot what you look like without the stash. And that was like plus 80 pounds, too. That was a lot of weight on me. <laughs> It was. It was. That was about fifty pounds on me. Oh, yeah, fair enough there. But hey, we we were eating eating like kings that night. I, I saw the plate I had there. It was it was nice and full. It was uh, one hot dog, <laughs> one said. hammer. That was just one plate that he took a picture of. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay. So you got two broadcasts tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, this doing the uh, we got the monsters of dirt rocking at nine. Then right after that, we got uh, the uh, the Southern Street Stock series there. So a uh, couple of uh, or I shouldn't say a couple, a group of guys that get together from the uh, Southern Street Stock series down in like Texas and uh, New Orleans or Louisiana area. Those guys uh, they they race a lot together at those local tracks. So they get together on iRacing racing now through this uh, pandemic issue and 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 throw it down. Uh, as as far as the esports world goes, the esports, awesome, and whatnot, you know. So <laughs> hey, hey, before we get into some old good jibber jabber, I'm gonna tell us a little bit, you know, I mean, what's going on 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 your side of things with you know being one half of you know checkers and records. You know, you guys are you're I mean, hot. Y'all been hot since you started. You know, pushing ten I k, mean? you know, buddy. We're getting you know close. <laughs> I mean the the I mean the racing scene is is live. You guys have tapped into it, and they love you, and they just keep coming in, man. And it's awesome to see. You know, I get so many tags on my phone from your side hustle, CWTV, bro. Holler at us, man. Tell us about it. Absolutely. Well, so uh, I mean, you got uh, checkers and records, obviously. Yeah, everybody at the uh, uh, BW Sports One World, you know about that. But then uh, 
on top of that, you get a little CWTV, and that's what I call the uh, uh, that's the, what you call a party. It is, it is, it is a party <laughs> down there. Uh, these guys kind of give me, I'm not gonna say the rights because I, I, I keep it to a uh, somewhat respectable level, but you know, I figured iRacing is it's not, um, I, as much as we love it, as much as it is, you know, part of our uh, uh what we talk about. It's something different, so I wanted to kind of spice up, you know, something different. So I'm in there going, ah, push it, push it, push, push it real, real good. <laughs> so like I'm singing, it's like a karaoke one. Night. There are some times that you get off on a wrong song at the wrong time. Oh, absolutely, and I'll straight up admit I'll be like, yeah, that didn't, work. that didn't work. Let me reel that one back in. But that's kind of <laughs> it, it. Gives it a, a different twist, and you know, I, that's obviously racing is a a passion of mine, and I saw. Uh, a lot of people broadcasting on uh, iRacing. It was just like, and he's going into turn one. He's and there he goes. Like, out of oh, turn come one. on, guys. I'm a race fan. Let's get these guys into it. Let's let's build this up, especially. Even, uh, the, B, even the BW Sports 1 Brad Doherty knows to give it a little enthusiasm. Right, you got to. You got to. I mean, without that, it's, it's, it's nothing. And that's what there's a lot of nothing going on right now, unfortunately. Man, isn't there? <laughs> so uh let's start damon let's start with a little recap of uh last night's show the uh the tribute to the dead man himself the undertaker uh we had a cool guest on uh, steve Ajme. he's very knowledgeable in the wrestling world has been to several um wrestlemanias it sounded like and uh i mean I love talking right. about The Undertaker. We went a lot longer than what I was really expecting to do last night. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, you know, our, our Taco Tuesday, I'm cool with it. Our Taco Tuesdays is supposed to be like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, you know, just so some good combo real quick, to, you know, to keep our beautiful faces in your minds and on your screens. But that thing went little, about just about an hour. Yeah, buddy. I mean, we're talking about the phenom. That's what I think. If we got to talk about a wrestler that we really, really like, look through the the WWE though, and I'm not going to touch too much on this. I mean, you guys did it yesterday, but how many guys have gone through like the Undertaker has and have had such a successful career with so many different? I mean, you got the Dead Man, you got the Undertaker, you got the American Badass. So, I mean, he's taken on. What was he before? Was he? He wasn't Diesel. That was Kevin. Hart. There he you go. Thank you. So and I mean, his finishing move and his finishing move was the heart punch. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's probably worse than a joke slam. Honestly, I don't know, man. The tombstone in the heart. The tombstone would have hurt. Oh, that's a paralyzing move, right there. Ask, ask Hogan. I would rather uh, he should have kept the, the hard punch slam, <laughs> dude. That would have been some good stuff right there. I always like to see a big man like that get on the ropes and do that tightrope act that he yeah, did. Yeah, that was he good. Do an yeah, absolutely meaningless move when he hit man walk. <laughs> uh -huh. Like, oh, okay. It was like you do such a cool deal, and then you just punch him in the arm. Right, <laughs> but it hurts him so bad. Well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he just did a tightrope walk. <laughs> right? I'm surprised he down. never fell backwards. No, I don't recall him ever <laughs> falling off. 
Not that I ever saw. I'm sure there's got to be some. I take that back. I do recall one time where he slipped off and started it right back up, and was he like, never? Uh, he he stopped doing that as he got to an older age. I think once yeah. the badass came out, he stopped tight rope. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> let me let me let me let you in on a little secret, Sean. You stop doing a lot of things when you get older. <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> I'm starting to feel that already. It happens. Hey, it's our uh, fake Australian, Brian O'Brien. Hey, the fake Australian. <laughs> Tommy boy, we thought this cat was from Australia because he told us that at one time. Damn it. Brian O'Brien, we still love you, though. That means you're even closer. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> right. No, but it was awesome, man. We love Brian, man. He's one of our... Uh, uh, he's one of our favorite fans now because he pops on, you know, regularly. So we like to see him chat in. So we're gonna get him on one day and let uh, let the fans see Brian O'Brien. I like what you guys are doing with the uh, uh, the Taco Tuesday. I thought that was fantastic. So you know, it's not just us over here nailing it out on Checkers Records. I really like what you guys got going on pole position. I heard that and I was like, well, I got to get on pole position somehow. But then I understood what it was about. I was like, uh-huh. That's catchy. That's yeah. catchy. That's a hell of a play on words. Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So, um, what the hell? I read like two, five different screens. But anyway, um, what else do we have? Do we need to chat before we get into some old good conversations about sports? Um, Nothing. Nothing. I'm ready to get into our meat and potatoes tonight. We have the Tommy boy with the one and the ass. We're only missing the fourth. You don't need to put the Tommy boy out there. That just sounds way too weird there. It kind of sounds like (laughs) the Ohio State, right? Yeah, exactly. We don't have have Audi because the ass made him work. No, 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 no. He should be off by now. He should be off way before now. Let me find it. I got something for that. You guys keep going here. That, I don't know. That was... So, Damon, you want to? Your buttons aren't working, huh? Oh, Storm's here. Storm's in. What? No, that was the train coming through there. Uh, uh, there you go, races. <laughs> there it is. It took a minute. It took a minute. I had to figure out where it was there, but hey, I'm happy. It makes so much better. Uh, on top of it, and you know where hey, it's at. Dave, right is, Dave Martinez is sold on this racist talk <laughs> on Tuesday. It was funny. It was funny because we're sitting there talking on Taco Tuesday, and I go, "Well, yeah, you know, we're unit, we're unifying everybody. We got a white guy, a black guy, and a Mexican." He goes. That's the start of a hell of a joke, isn't it? And I'm not going any farther with the joke. So there. We didn't even have a joke. That was the joke. That was it. That, yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was the joke. That was it. And then he found All right. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, speaking of Dave Martinez and Legends Barbershop, this part of our meat and potatoes uh, segment is brought to you by Dave Martinez and Legends Barbershop. And where is it located again? It should be on the bottom here in a second uh, from this day. It's not there yet because you got to tell me that you're wanting to do that so I can set it up earlier. Damn it. 
Yeah, yeah. I I was probably gagging around town. I didn't finish the notes. Uh huh. I'm pointing to it. I'm pointing to it there. Won't, won't, won't. I don't even know what you're doing. So. <laughs> but anyway, I'm over killing my Canadian club. It's right there. Yeah, dude, he's drinking Canadian <laughs> right, club. It's right there. Legends Barbershop. This part of <laughs> this part of our meat and potatoes is brought to you by Dave Martinez over at Legends Barbershop, 8923 South Meridian Damn. in Indio Napoles. So glad I can remember. Addresses and phone numbers, like I can. Don't ask me for the I number, can't. Dave Martinez. Put your number out there. Three one seven something. Yeah, I can't. That's why I got a cell phone. Something. It's something. Yeah, I haven't remembered the number since I got a cell phone. <laughs> but anyway, uh, first up, the world number one Novak Djokovic tests positive for COVID. He would be the fourth tennis player to test positive but the most known of the four to test positive i don't even know the other uh, the other four um they're irrelevant uh, well obviously <laughs> well i mean um, they're not irrelevant they're not irrelevant COVID 19 is a serious i thing, know what you're saying but and they're irrelevant. Not, you know um i don't know you know this I don't know right. how to take it. I wish it was done and over with. That's obviously here. I feel tomorrow's tomorrow's show is going to really get into this Tommy Boy. So we can't drop the the poll for the poll position yet. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Tommy Boy, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, you're you're seeing it as these guys are starting to go back into sports and stuff like that. Like uh, we we've seen in the the racing world even. With uh, Penske and Stuart Haas, that you got guys there that are starting to test positive here as well. So uh, I, I don't know. I think if you're if you're going to open the Pandora's box, you're going to come back to to uh, sports. If you're going to come back to working here, you're going to open up the box to to come back to that that possibility there. So I mean, I think it comes with the territory there. So it's all. I mean, these guys know that travel part of their 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 job that's that's part of it there damon well um i don't um uh man really i think this is a little deeper with this particular situation you know with the guys in nascar nascar have been um practicing the social distancing they've been following all the guidelines that's been set aside by themselves and this, uh, what is the CDC? Um, but you look at this little thing that Novak Djokovic put together. It was like a little, you know, fundraiser type thing, you know, over in Serbia. Matches were played in Serbia and Croatia, so he was putting these things together over there. But the big thing about it, there was no social distancing practicing at all, and there were thousands of people at these matches so really you can't really you know be feeling any type of sympathy for him because you kind of put yourself in that situation you know and then with his parents coming out today blaming one of the other other uh players you know he's been here he's been there well i mean look at your dude man he set up something 
that was not even like he just said this stuff don't exist he was even been reported saying that if there was a vaccine he wouldn't take it you know what i mean so i'm a I little nervous to take you it. put thousands of I'm people in jeopardy i'm just saying i'm a little I skeptical mean, to throw anything any vaccine, type of injection in my body just say i mean but you know look at the, some of the stuff that we put in here now just for casual you know alcohol what you talking about man you know, this is this you know, is beauty food. yeah this is beauty <laughs> you know some of the some of the foods we eat but i mean that vaccine thing that's a whole a whole nother show that we can have you know what i mean and you can Later. do it as in <laughs> you know if you got a vaccine if you got a vaccine in six months that meant you knew about it and you had already been working on it mm -hmm. or you rush something together man yeah i got an issue there but regardless of the vaccine you still put a gang of people at risk by not practicing any social distancing when they have the u.s open later uh here in a month or so ain't gonna be no fans mm -hmm. so you ain't gonna have eight players come up positive and 20 people or you know 100 people in the fans come up positive right so because of what them. happened with, with, with who was all infected over there does that mean that there's more people that haven't been tested yet that probably got it spread to there and what is this little episode right now going to do for baseball, basketball, you know, everything else that's getting ready to reopen football in a couple months is supposed to be, oh, we're gung-ho. I have no clue, man. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I mean, I think. Don't I mean, everybody but, talk know, at once. And this, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I, I think as far as that goes, Go ahead, we're just seeing, uh, I, I, as far as this year goes, we're just going to see what sports looks like without fans in the stands. I don't think you're, you're going to see, I mean, up until the, the end, I hate to keep going back to racing here, but that's what I know. You Up until the end of that Talladega race where they allowed 5,000 fans in, you didn't notice there was a fan in the stands because of how big that arena was until the end when the people came to the fence there. But at that respect, I mean, these indoor stadiums, such as the, uh, you know, like uh, the the basketball playing at Disney, the resorts there, you're not going to see fans inside places like that for the the remainder of the year. It's going to have to be, if anything, an outdoor arena like tennis, like golf, um, like racing, something like that. That uh, if you're going to see fans in the stands, though, but. I think that's where also people, you know, you, you didn't want to see it, but I think it's it's going to come into to play is you're going to see uh, sponsorships on the back walls of the baseball fields now more. It's going to look like uh, uh, Major League uh, Baseball, that movie, where she sells off the entire uh, fence to sponsors. You're going to have jerseys. That look like the in the NBA that look like the WNBA no. with sponsors on them, or they look like soccer jerseys from overseas. I mean, you're gonna see a lot of implication. I think of uh, of corporate sponsors into major uh, uh, sporting events and stuff like that, just because they're not selling tickets in the the stands, and that's that was a good amount of their their income. Mm -hmm. All right, true that. I mean, next, you know, <laughs> next. Next, uh, MLB owners vote to implement 
a 60-game season Monday, but we heard as of late last night, early today, that it is a go. Major League Baseball will play a 60-game season starting uh, July 24th. All players must report to their camps by July 1st. This should be one of your guys' poll position questions is, Who's worse, MLB or uh, Washington, D.C.? It's like, come on, guys. Let's get something done here. Well, Let's get hey, hey, some I'm going to answer that right. My I'm going to answer that right now. It is MLB. MLB <laughs> got government beat, bro. It's like, my God, come on, guys. Let's let's stop being just, just absolutely asinine with our requests here. Let's go play some ball for people because well, I, I've said it on the broadcast before that I do is, I mean, you look at the 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 history of the United States and I, I can remember George Bush coming out after 9-11 and throwing out that pitch in New York. That's history right there. I mean, MLB got us like th that. That brought America. It didn't care if you're a Red Sox fan. It didn't matter if you're a Yankees fan. You were watching that game back in the, the uh, Yankee Stadium. You were watching – the president throw that pitch and he burned it down there. He threw a freaking strike. You gotta love it. That was awesome. See, that's I mean, you 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 rally behind that, and now they're they're dragging their feet. And the NHL looks better than they do right now. The NHL got one team got hit with 14 or something players and staff members with that COVID deal. Tampa Bay Lightning got smacked. Just get it quick. So you got to look at the area that they're in. You know, Florida is one of those states that their numbers are rising. And like ridiculously. Traveling. You know what I mean? You you open too early and then you open and just didn't you like you went from phase one to phase six in like 12 <laughs> days. You know what I mean? You didn't get any type of transition into anything. You just, hey, we're open. Everybody go do it. And this is what you got, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. But I I almost was to the point that I didn't really give a shit if baseball played or not because what you rich, spoiled bastards were fighting over was more money. Yep. And I didn't give a shit if the fans needed baseball to no. heal or to pass the time or to take their mind away from the stress of the world. All you was worried about was what your bottom line is. And I'm sorry, if you make over uh, if you make over $150,000, you should be able to take care of yourself for a couple months on a lower salary or no money at all if you did your money right. Don't go buy seven Bentleys. Don't go buy a house that you can't pay the taxes on. You know what I mean? Stop having seven baby mamas in every city in the major league where you got to take care of these little bastards. Not and, being mean, that's what a baby is out of wedlock. It's a bastard. Get your <laughs> shit right. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the one's ant for to, rant for tonight, folks. <laughs> and, and when you talk about that, it's like these guys don't even think. It's like the longer we hold out, the longer this person who is, is living on a concession uh, operator's salary, on a, uh, a cleanup crew salary, on that uh, – that, uh, um, maintenance crew for the field, their salary, they're holding them off. They're, they're stopping them from feeding their families because they want what an extra million. 
I think when you start throwing extra millions around, we can give and take a little, guys. We we should be able to give and take a little. But hey, you what, know what I mean? Like you got you got people over here, you know, <laughs> fighting fighting to get some toilet paper. And you can be about really a million bucks. Oh, I'm getting not getting a million bucks. Really? If, I if, that's my, toilet paper. if that's ever my argument, like, I've made it good. Like that's my way of looking at it. Like if I'm complaining about another million, not just the first, but another, then yeah, I guess he, they, they, I, I don't know that, that it, it kind of puts another scar in baseball when baseball didn't need a scar as they were just starting to repair everything from kind of that steroid era that, uh, that that they whole were already thing. in the shithole, man. You had the Astros cheating; it was a wrap. They were done well, already. They, but, uh, the the this was their best opportunity to take the exactly. spotlight and run with it, and they bent themselves over and shoved it right in. That Louisville slugger, they let White do it out now. <laughs> they let Data White do it. Yeah, right, oh, Jesus. Next. All right, so hey, uh, quick shots out real quick. Hey, Brandon, what's going on? Thanks for jumping in. What happened to Big Storm? Thanks for hopping in on the YouTube channel. Jazzy J, what's happening, pretty lady, on the YouTube channel, kicking it in. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Awesome. All right, next. All right. I thought there was going to be something uh, else there. <laughs> yeah, I did too, but I couldn't think of nothing. Ah, okay. <laughs> Uh, Detroit Lions owner Martha Firestone Ford turns control of the team over to her daughter, Sheila Ford Hemp, as she steps down. All I got to say is look at the listen to the, the, the last name, first last name and the second last name. Firestone. Firestone. Ford. Ford. <laughs> it's like, hey. that's what oh, I did. Man. <laughs> hey, man, listen, listen, listen. I, I put. I put this on the notes to talk about, and I'm getting a text at the same time from Dan saying, hey, bro, did you see about the owner's lion? What you think about that? So the I immediately go owner, over here. Not the owner's so lion. Yeah, the lion's owner. So I immediately go and check out the story, right? So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, Firestone. Oh, Ford. All right. I see what he's asking. Hey, bro. Listen, I love a good conspiracy. I love how I love a good conspiracy. How you know, what I mean, you can push an old Mars shot type like person out of the league, you know, old owner, always. Listen, this woman was 94 years old. <laughs> I think that she's she was just, just old. old, she's just old, really. To be true, be told, the transition was so smooth. She wasn't probably the past six years anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. She probably running shit anyway. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. It's like weekend at Bernie's in Detroit. They're just carrying her to the game. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, I hate saying that, but I mean. I good lord. I mean, when, when, when Jerry Jones gets that age, I'm gonna say the same thing about Stevens. Like, hey dude, back away from him. Can you can will he drop or are you holding him up right now? Yeah, that's just ridiculous. There's no way that that, that lady, I mean, you know what? She could have been a Betty White. You know what I mean? A chick that's in her 90s is real sharp with the mind. You know what I mean? Hey, 
my grandmother, you know, was in her late nineties. She's got it all, but it's all about Jesus. If you ain't talking about Jesus, she ain't caring about nothing. <laughs> she, ain't picking up, she ain't picking up what you throwing down at all. <laughs> you know, she's it's not that. She understands. She's just past the point of caring. If I get to that age, I'm going to do the same damn thing. It's like, if I want to wear pants today, I wear pants. But y'all going to be lucky if that's the case. That's uh, that's going to be my point when I get that age. <laughs> if I make it that far, yeah, you deserve the right to walk around like that. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. You, you've done so, it. But yeah, that's my take. I think she's just old. Because you notice that ain't nobody said nothing else about it. Nope. Just my dumbass, you know. <laughs> I don't think anything uh, changes for Detroit. I think it it stays the same because, like Damon was saying, it it seems like it's been the she's got to be running this stuff for a while now. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey John, um, ninety four year old, twenty four seven Jesus talk, and twenty five year old, twenty four seven Jesus talk. Two different kind of Jesus. Talk. Yeah, a little <laughs> different. <laughs> All right. Uh, next. next up, Cowboys. This would be your of uh, your line, uh, there, Tommy Boy. Yeah. Prescott officially signs a thirty-one point four million dollar exclusive franchise tender Monday. And it, uh, it's your <laughs> opportunity. This is your opportunity because I'm swiping left. <laughs> I mean, real quick. The only thing I'll say on it is. I think what we're going to see down the road is he's going to take different chips away at it as, you know, nah, we, nah, we gave you guaranteed nah. money and that's nah, fine. Nah, nah, if you nah. want a line to protect you, hey, hey, hey. he's just going to talk over me the whole time. Ooh, You're, if you want a line to protect you here later on, you got to have money in that salary cap to protect you. We saw that with Peyton Manning here at Indianapolis. So I, I think at the end of the day, you can get that guaranteed money. You can go out and get that big salary, but you know as well as I do, if if you're not uh, the number one quarterback in the NFC, at the, you're not going to finish out your contract there. Not like that. You're going to have to renegotiate, or you're going to see you. You're going to hit the road. But who's going to take you at that high of uh, uh, a debt? I I see this as a complete, as serious. Uh, um, traditional Jerry Jones, I run this slave camp type mentality. You gave Romo, who gave you absolutely nothing for years, everything that he wanted. This man has given you your biggest win since your uh, your dynasty. <laughs> since your dynasty. And you want to franchise tagging. You want to pay a cokehead all kind of money, but this dude is the exact what you want as a quarterback. He's got the talent. He's got the look. He's got the marketability. Plus, he can play football. But you don't want to pay him. Why? I have no idea. But you can you give Romo everything under the sun. You keep Jason Garrett for a ridiculous amount of time. That I'm is not saying out. anything, but the writing is on the wall of how Mr. Jerry Jones runs his cowboy organization. And I will never, ever, ever, ever like anything with the cowboys until he is gone. 
It's going to go to his son. He runs it just the same. But anyways, with that, I think the the reason they didn't want to pay Dak that and they were okay giving Romo the boat there is because Romo at the end of the day was a leader. I don't think we have seen that leadership quality in Prescott yet. Wait a minute. Hold on here. Hold on here. Prescott's a oh, hell of a leader with the twist. <laughs> I mean, uh, Romo, Romo was a much better leader when it came to that. I, you, you're paying. I mean, he was, he was. Where did Lito? I mean, again, you said it though. You had Garrett there. I don't know, like how Garrett had more money than Jones at one point to lend him, but dude must have owed uh, Garrett some serious change or a wife. Or yeah. something. No, there was he a okay supplier or his Taiwanese uh, underage woman supplier. He was a <laughs> I mean, that's a, and that's what. And I hope McCarthy isn't the same. But uh, I, I, I think you just got shoved another shit show for another what three years. Oh, I mean, yeah, buddy. You know, what I mean, he's got he's got parties with you know. I mean, you know who's winning the East in the middle of the bay. Swipe we left. All know who's swipe, left. swipe left. Swipe <laughs> Is that the right way? I don't know the swipe but, right. hey, I don't know which way I'm supposed to hey, swipe. I like, I like Dak. I think Dak is a good quarterback. He is and a good I feel that that I feel that he has fallen under to the same category of all black quarterbacks. You're expendable. We won't pay you anything. We'll use all that we can out of you and ship you off. But we'll pay somebody who has less talent, less experience, less leadership, everything. That's my word. Next. It's not just a cow. <laughs> Everybody does. All right, next. Uh, the NBA looks like they're going to be using replacement players. I cannot wait to see Damon trying out for the Pacers. (laughs) I want to see the dude smoking a cigarette on the court like the football replacements. (laughs) He's worried. He's worried. He's what? He's worried. No, there's a a catch with the uh, replacement players. Uh, They have to have been um, in the NBA or in the D slash G League in the past two seasons. So um, is they this where maybe the big three players could come in? If they haven't played in the last two seasons. That's like the high risk they COVID-19 not be in the, right <laughs> the 50s and the I mean, so like, good point. like here's your <laughs> example. Like, so – so we saw yesterday that Avery Bradley, by the way, was the one of the first big, big, big names, or maybe not to say big names. He's one of the first players on a serious championship contending team to say, wow. I'm not playing. So it, this is where that example comes in. So he's not playing. So the Lakers are now looking at J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith will be a replacement player. But the reason why he is available, because he has played in the last two years. I got you. 
So that allows him to be eligible. A player like Joe Johnson, who was the um, the um, um, the Ice Cube thing over the summer MVP, he's played in the last two years. So he's at the point eligible where he can be signed as a replacement player. This so so um, oh, I like it. It deals with injuries. It deals with, you know, players who don't um, – it deals with injury and it deals with players who don't want to put themselves in that type of risk. So they're allowing them to get players. But you can't just go, you know – you know, I mean, Ray Allen's been sitting out for four years. You can't go grab Ray Allen and put him on the team. He got so games. Step are not going to play. He got, got games. Go grab a guy from – yeah. You can't go grab a guy from – uh, a there. team that's not going to make the playoffs in a trade or something like that to play on the team. So that's, Real quick, that's the look they got going on there. Sean, He Got Game was the name of a movie that Ray Allen played in with Denzel Washington, I believe. Craig Damon? Was it Denzel as a dad? Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington mm-hmm. wasn't easy? Okay. It's a good movie. You should watch it. My God, they're like 10 years apart. Yeah, or how do they play? His name was Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. His name is Jesus Southernsworth. You can get that jersey ordered on the hot website from China and spray with COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Big Storm said, "Can they play half court?" I mean, if we play half court, I'm going down there, dog. It sounds like Storm was getting ready to sign up for that too. If I move. They're checking out Gus Macker right now. That's coming this year again. They're checking out the Macker. Uh, no, I'll be this Macker I'm at. I'll be set up on the sideline like this, commentating the top men's court. So, real quick, <laughs> I, I, I saw on the notes that there was no mention of Paul George, and we're in talking about the NBA. Did you guys see this latest on Paul George? That dude. Man, you know, I saw that shit, and he's really starting to make me not like him. So, you, I mean, do you think he's, he's just talking out of his rear end? No, I don't think he's talking out of his rear end. He's heading I to the Clippers. He what he's saying. I think it's completely legitimate of what he's saying. The Pacers have known not to make the moves that they should have made to be championship contending teams on a regular basis. If you had the opportunity to get, if you look back at that time, it was a young Anthony Davis, Paul Millsap. Uh, um, who else was really hot then? I can't remember names is LaMarcus Aldridge was really good at that time. You know, there were some power forwards like Griffin. There were some power forwards at that time that were really good that if you had the opportunity to go get them to pair with him, why don't you go do it? Because Miles Turner is young at that point. This is a good person to learn under. You can put him at the center. You have an opportunity to, to do something. But the problem that I have with it is, why are we talking about this shit, you know, three years later, four years later? You've already stunk up the joint in OKC where Dave Leonard dotted your eye from half court to send you home. You went over <laughs> here to the Clippers. I was supposed to be all this and all that. You spent 90% of the season hurt. When you came back hurt, you wasn't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? You hit one game winner in three years. Whoa, I'm sorry. I'm a Paul George fan, but I'm starting to really not like you. One, why are you asking these questions about something in Indiana? You know what I mean? Why are you still talking about it? You're gone. You're with the Clippers. You're fighting for a championship, what you wanted. 
and you're still the second seed, regardless. So however you look at it, you know what I mean? Stop talking about Indiana. Move your punk ass on somewhere. Well, I think that just shows that at the end of the day, he wanted to be here, I think, and it was it was an ugly breakup. It was a uh, uh, we we got two. The, you got a lot of fans. I, I'm one of them. I got a jersey still. I'd love. I shouldn't say I'd love to see him come back because I'm with you. I mean, I think he's past his point now. But um, I would have loved for him to re-sign with us. I would have loved to see uh, Paul George really finish out his entire run as a pacer, kind of like Reggie Miller did. But I guess with, with all that being said, it, it comes down to, you know, where the, the pacers, they, they said it though. It, it's why invest money though, to be a mid market person. If, if you've got these guys that can recruit these players, is that a bird thing? Is that a Simon thing? And, was it LeBron? Was he talking about LeBron? I mean, it's a Simon thing. It's been a Simon thing. They've It's been traditional that the Pacers don't spend the money on the right person. But you go spend a $44 million contract on Austin Crozier. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? And here again, you're giving the money to the wrong people, and the, and the same common denominator always seems to come up. I mean, I get it. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Paul George doesn't have a legitimate gripe. It was proven the Pacers didn't want to win. I'm like, I agree with you. But my point is, why are we talking about this shit three and a half years later? We no, can talk I, about this on your documentary when you've been retired 10 years. <laughs> right. You know, You're right not now, good enough for a documentary. <laughs> period. You're not good enough for I a mean, documentary. You know what I mean? It's. By it's then, everybody in the league is going to have a fucking documentary on him. So, but I mean, do you think? Do you think LeBron was it? LeBron and he was talking about. I think it's, it's hard to think that it was not. And do you think LeBron? Well, LeBron was, is not a power forward. Okay, LeBron is not a power forward. He was Who talking is, about Kawhi. Okay, okay. So, I mean, do you think at Kawhi that? Kawhi's not a power forward. He's a small forward. Kawhi. Yeah, Who was he talking forward. about then? What was that power forward that he was gonna? Your, your power forward, your power forwards back then was um, Bosch, Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, I don't think it was Bosch. I think Bosch was going through the uh, the blood Center. clot. I think gotcha, had, gotcha. I think Marcus Aldridge. You had Blake Griffin. You had uh, I think Drummond. Andre Drummond. I think Blake was Griffin the name. Would have been the worst. A uh, worst. Money input than than George would have been. I I'm not a Blake Griffin fan. I'm just saying who were the power forwards at that time. <laughs> Paul Millsap would have been a really good addition. You know, what I mean, if he was talking about Paul Millsap, Paul Millsap was like one, two, three at that time. Anthony Davis was a young, up and coming power forward. You know, what I mean, there was there was opportunities there, but I without him saying exactly who it was he was talking about. I mean, all we can do is speculate. Right. But and the last question, who was our power forward at that moment? Uh, young Miles Turner. He was just drafted. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't think those two really played together. I thought that that was a year in between each other. No, so who, that team who was, was pretty strong. Uh, and, uh, Hibbert, George Hill. Who Hibbert was, was the center, guy? right? Yeah, Hibbert was center. Who was that fifth guy on that hey. team? 
Right? He is a small forward. Oh, David West. David West was the, the fifth yeah. on that team. And then you lost him well, to uh, Spurs. Was David West already gone to start chasing championships at that time? Yeah, I think he was already gone because he wasn't he on, he was on his Martinez way out. Martinez agreed with me there. He said David West and and KD. That's right. Yeah. KD was a power forward at that point. That could have been who he was. Forward. He was small KD forward. Was okay. Small forward. So yeah, I mean yeah. So uh, and like you said, and I was listening to our buddy Kent. Uh, this morning, because that's kind of where I saw all this. Um, and he he was talking about that Paul George is really a lot of talk. So with him not putting a name down, like you said, Damon, it is kind of like, well, is he telling the truth? And this is his way of maybe really not getting somebody else involved? Or is this his way of saying, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little piss on the Pacers because, again, it's kind of that like bad X deal. And then in return, really, this didn't happen. They didn't have anybody, and he's just he's just causing a story to to kind of uh, throw fire on the organization. KD didn't start running uh, power forward until he went to Golden State when they started playing small with him being, you know, I mean, six eleven uh, shooting. I mean, a six eleven small forward. He he's not a very comfortable player at the power forward. <laughs> He can play the power for it, you know what I mean? But it's not – he didn't start doing that until he got to Golden State. I'm with, see, so no, at that I point in time, you know what I mean? thing being from Indiana, I, I mean, I think uh, we as fans – or I mean, myself as a Pacer fan, I shouldn't say we as fans, but myself as a Pacer fan, I was a little little heartbroken there when, when Paul George stepped away from us. I mean, he was a solid player. We all thought he was kind of that uh, – uh, organization player like Reggie and that guy that was going to bring in people to play here with us. So, I, I mean, I do – I still find it interesting uh, when he talks about it, but I, I agree with Kent there to a certain extent there where he says that, you know, I think it, without him saying a name, it's kind of him pulling these stories out of thin air and trying to uh, kind of uh, smudge the or organization here again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, he keeps bringing up the point. <laughs> you might have a little validity to your statement, but why are we talking about it? <laughs> right. No, and, and, I'm going to swipe the damn thing. Was the podcast <laughs> asked him about it. He was he was a guest on the uh, a podcast there, and yeah. they asked him, like, explain your, your exit there with Indiana. So I don't and think he just straight really said, I wanted to get people right. here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fuck him. He's gone. <laughs> Swiping that one. Like I said, I don't know uh, in the Tinder world if it's right or if it's left, but hey, whatever. whoop. Swipe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so um, the kid says he would never, ever play for the Yankees, even if he had the opportunity ever, never play for the Yankees. Do you know why he said that he would never, ever, ever play for the Yankees? No, I don't know why, but there's no, there is no need to know a reason why that. That in itself is telling me the kid said F you to the Yankees organization. It's because they're like the man. Like, look at Johnny Damon when he went from the Red Sox to the Yankees. He had to shave that beard, that burly beard he had grown out. He had to put on a suit and tie to go to work. Nobody wants to do that. You're playing baseball, damn it. <laughs> Damon, tell me why. It was, like the, it was like the episode of The Simpsons. He kept telling the bogs to save his sideburns. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like this mustache. So, uh, 
John John's on the right track. Um, it was it, it had something to do, to do with his dad, his dad. didn't they so cut him or something? Was, they didn't give him an opportunity at one point. No, it had nothing to do with cutting. It had nothing to do with cutting. His dad was they were um, off the field. See, I guess George Steinbrenner at this point had a had a rule that. You know, regardless, no family members or whatever ah, was yes, allowed in the dugout or something like that. Yes, discrimination, uh, low key. But um, so his he said he was there in the dugout sitting with his dad, and they were chit chatting in the dugout. You know, what I mean, this is Yankee Stadium, whatever. So a security guard comes up to him and was like, "Yeah, George Steinbrenner says there's no nobody in the dugouts." He's like, "Man, this is my kid." You know, whatever, blah blah blah. So they tried to try to make it easy or whatever. But he said he looks out at freaking right field, and there is one of the the Caucasian players. I had it written down, but I forgot. One of the Caucasian players with his son out there taking uh, ground balls out on the field. So he said right then and there, his whole thing, the way his dad looked at it, his whole thing. He taught me to do nothing but beat the Yankees. There was no way he was going to ever play for him. He was taught to beat them. There is no way in hell I could ever lower my standards to buy a Yankee jersey, even if it was his. I could see me buying a Seattle Mariners jersey because that's where he started. I had a King Griffith. Oh, my God, she brought it up without even being asked. This is wonderful. The Astros just made her weekly Wednesday night shot run for me without being asked thank you astros i had a number synonymous that's it i like it i had a reds griffey jersey that i nice enough as a big brother that i am gave it to my little brother as a present because i knew how much he loved king griffey jr so i wanted to bond with my little brother and give him a nice white Red pinstripe, red sleeve, oh, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We didn't wear black jerseys. You'll have it, still wear it. And he still has it. I just, I don't I mean, this crappy lovey brother crap is getting on my nerves. <laughs> I'm still fucked the Cowboys. Don't get, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. It's still, fuck the Cowboys. I am a Cowboyist. <laughs> I am yeah, 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 but you're starting to see this is a league where you're starting to see a lot of the players are starting to pull out. Um, so I'm wondering if <laughs> something so wondering that Damon if, never learned, folks. <laughs> hey, I have that too. I have that same one. Yeah, as well. yeah. I made sure to go to that game, buddy. That's good stuff. <laughs> He's going to break it. I know. Yeah, I have him put it for a while. All right. So the WNBA, they're um, they're you're starting to see a lot of some of their players who are 
you know, a little more known in their league that are starting to pull out for various various reasons. Uh, most of them being COVID, you know, some of being a social issues. But um, yeah, <laughs> I got what I said. But <laughs> but um, you know, I think this kind of leads into some of our poll for tomorrow. But you know. I can't be mad at them. You know, if you like, um, if you don't want to play because of the health risk, if they were making, I mean, who am I to tell you that you had to play? I mean, this is like going to a job. If there's something at your job that you feel that is putting you, your health at risk, are you going to go? If if they were making (laughs) you every day, (laughs) if they were making NBA money, I think it's a different story. But given that the difference in salaries right there between them, yeah, I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to put myself at that risk. It's not It's not worth it. I mean, there is. There's a huge gap there between what the men get paid in the NBA to travel and do that. And they're going to set them up in Orlando. They're going to do something nice for hey. them. Then the women, they're going to say, hey, you got to travel. You got to hop on a plane. No, the women, the women, the women are going to be just outside of Orlando. They're going to be just okay, outside okay. the Disney complex. So it they're going to be down there, too. Similar. Yeah, they're still going to be isolated too. But I, but the point that you just bring up about families, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, they're playing, they're still playing less games than the NBA are. Well, right. I mean, they're not playing. They're they're only playing twenty two games. They're not going to let you travel back and forth. You're going to have to stay in that compound. You're going to have to stick there. Your your family's not probably not going to be able to be there with you. So for the the small change that you're making, yeah, I'll I'll go work in an office. I'll go do something. I'll go flip burgers. I mean, heck, I mean, I, you ain't gonna make as much as you do in the WNBA. But my goodness, it's I mean, but but that, but see, the really, if you look at it, the WNBA, some of them are gonna make more than some of the men are making because WNBA is getting their full salary. They're getting their full thirty six game salary. You know, they're not having any pro race. They're getting all their money. So, I mean, they're in a good thing, but you bring up something that I kind of mentioned with Avery Bradley. You know, people were thinking, you know, all the people are not going to show up are these guys that are on teams that, you know, might not make the playoffs or if they do make the playoffs, they're going to be a first round out. You know, what is their advantage of going to get that money? They're going to play. There is none. Now, when you were waiting for a guy who was going to be on the Lakers, a guy who was going to be on the Clippers, a guy that's going to be on uh, Milwaukee, guys that you think have the best opportunity to win championships. My guy said, hey, my health is more important than winning championships. That's a major part for what L.A.'s doing with three-point shooting and defensive ball pressure. That's a big, huge deal. So it lets me know that these players, women and men, baseball, whatever, these guys are – like it's not enough. Well, you can't make a million the next year if you're dead. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, you can't make millions if you're under six feet. So hey, I, I guess you got about it. going for you. <laughs> I, I I don't know. And yeah, I, I mean, all comment. I guess the the living arrangements are a lot different from what they're doing uh, with the men compared to the women there. And uh, I think that you know that's something too that. You got to look at and you got to see is, hey, you know, like I said, they're, they're making – and you, you you made a good point there. They're not prorated, stuff like that, so they're getting their full salary. But even 
that full salary, and I'm not going to say a top-tier woman there. Let's say a, a mid-tier uh, Indiana Fever player compared to a mid-tier Indiana, mid-tier Indiana Pacer player. I mean, a hundred grand and six hundred grand. Exactly. I mean, you can't, you can't live, you can't live no, 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 on a hundred no, no, no. grand. I'm with, you. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> but I was under the assumption there. That was my bad. I was under the assumption that they were traveling, that they weren't at a resort, stuff like that. But still, I mean, look at that gap there, though. I mean, I, I kind of get it. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't. You know, I, I think all of them really are in bubbles. You know, I don't think anybody is like really traveling from city to city, so to speak. I think they're all in bubbles. I mean, even when we see like the uh, the guys NASCAR, they're driving everywhere, so these guys are are sectioned off. And IndyCar, I know they take that that jet. They're there, they get tested, and they're back. So it's a one day in and out deal. Um, so and, and yep. you make a good point there, where they don't want that exposure but i mean that means you're not going to see your your family for what what's the wnba are they going to draw it out to a three four month uh season like it normally is or how long is the wnba uh their season is 36 games but how long but the, what they're having out? this year 22 it's how 22 stretch out over time though so they're not playing um, it, it, i mean it, i months. think they'll be down there I mean, it's, they're not going to be down like eight months or no shit like that. Right, right. Three I mean, months. their season's only like four and a half months anyway. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering right there. But but still, I mean, you look at some of these ladies, and and that's a quite a bit of time away from their family, their kids, their husbands, you know, stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, like you said, at the end of the day, though, I guess for a hundred thousand, I mean, I, there's no different than the men being away from their families and their kids. I know they're having yeah, this they're making a million. They're making, you know. <laughs> They're making. I mean, I know they're there with, they're with their third, their second, third, and fourth side piece. You know what I'm saying? I get <laughs> yeah, it, <but>. exactly. <laughs> Spreading everything around. The last thing I worry about. Watch how quick the shit spreads when they all get together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, let's jump around here. All right. Here's a question for you. Now, there's another, there's another video put out of Iron Mike Tyson's workout which is insane that I might add you. But are these workouts really a show to stay in shape because he's got younger kids? Are you just living a different lifestyle, wanting to get a little healthier because he was looking a little rounded, a little chunky there? Or is this rumors that people keep making have validity to it? Is he trying to get back in the ring? Now, we've seen boxers come back later on in age and lives and, you know, you know, be successful in the ring. Do you see? The I don't video? think any of them. I think, yeah, man, Tyson is retarded. I, I, I think mean, not retarded. Back, but. I think he blew the mid apart there, so I think he could still kick some ass in the ring, man. That's what I was watching. That, like, if he got if he got in there, he could still he still got that power. He still knows how to throw a punch across your chin to knock you out. Period. So he was talking to hey, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the guy who said that. That's uh, uh, um, they were talking to Jones about it, and Jones said, Yeah, I'll step in the boxing ring with you as long as you get in the octagon with me, dude. If I'm Jones, like I understand you're one of the best fighters, Tyson's got a little weight on you, dude. If he gets close in an octagon and gets you on the ground. 
you might be dead. Like, I don't care how old Tyson is, dude. Getting into the boxing, you just can't let him touch you. It's boxing. If he gets on the ground, he may just not know. He may not know what the hell to do. He's sitting there. Okay, oh, I know. He got you in a full full mount, dude. I'd I'd cry. I'd tap. It's just once he got me in full mount, I'd tap. I wouldn't even let him put a put a fist in my face. I would just start See, tapping. That's, that's you man, you right man. You see what I'm saying, I man? I can't be you, a fighter. Exactly. No, I can't do it. Man. If I get on top of you, man, and you know, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. I don't care what you sound like because you're gonna do but, it. That's the thing. You didn't, you didn't sound like Tyson. You didn't sound like Tyson. You <laughs> sound like the fighter in Harlem Harlem Knight. <laughs> that's good right there. But no, you know what I'm saying? That's why I ain't no fighter. Because I can't sit here and have a conversation without talking about another man mounting me. I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's it. You just watch. He's such a trained. Uh, that's what he was meant to do. That guy, his build, his his brain. I mean, he was he was meant to be a fighter, and I don't think it matters. You put him in an octagon. I really would have felt bad for guys in the octagon if if Tyson was around when UFC first started really getting big, and and the money was there and not boxing. Because Tyson would have probably killed somebody in that bare knuckle fighting back in the original days. There, the original UFC. I mean, look, Mike Tyson did. versus Ken Shamrock. Or oh, I Ken, don't think I don't think Shamrock would have gotten in the ring with him. I, I, I really don't. If you get close to Tyson, if 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 you feel confident, you can keep him at a distance. You can fight him. But if, if man, you get close to Tyson, you let him get inside of you, and oh, dude, your jaw, your nose, your day is gonna be over. That was just watching his inside fighting, and that's what makes me think if if he got you to the ground, he he had such brute force that good luck getting up. I don't care if you're Brock Lesnar. I mean, good luck getting up. He's just gonna hold you down and beat the living crap out of you. It's true, maybe. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. I don't yeah. think he can do shit off of his back, though. And, and that's where I think you would you would see not I'm only if I'm gonna fight Tyson, I'm gonna make damn sure I take him, him down. And I'm gonna be on top of him, and I'm gonna control. I'm gonna mount Tyson. That's man. where you'd see his inexperience and his and, age. I think yep. come to play right yep. there. You'd wear him out quick being on top. Damon's just losing it over there. He's going choke it. He's going to start crying. And then no, I don't. I wouldn't choke Tyson because you get too close to his mouth. He'd start. You know, he might bite. Yeah, you got pride. You got pride. That there, you got to be careful. <laughs> That's always part of your. Uh, your uh, your strategy going into the fight with Tyson there. This is true. You got a point. I, I will never forget seeing that. All right. right. So, um, last thing, not really much. Just uh, last thing, uh, top rank boxing on ESPN. I think they're giving UFC fight night on ESPN a run for their money. It's all ESPN. They're making all the money. COVID-19 is brought to us by ESPN. COVID-19 is brought to us by ESPN. <laughs> they are the last person bringing this. Their network just went. They, they were broadcasting, what, ping pong from 2020 or 20, sorry, 20. 
2012. It was like the, the Olympics, yeah. Olympics from 2012. And like, it got rough there for a minute. Like the Pebble F1 race was real. <laughs> like that got ESPN. Stuff that should have been on the Ocho got on ESPN 1 for a bit there. I mean, hey, Gordy said, Gordy said on YouTube that she just wants to see R. Michael the hoverboard again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt it on the video of my house when whoa, <laughs> like, it shook when Tyson hit the ground, man. Yeah. That fourth floor, man, I had to have a crack down the center of it. Yes, big storm. Yes, Tyson would still be a draw. By the way, all still day, every day. Money. I'm still paying that. I'm still paying that sixty dollar ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and Don King screwed that man up. Yep. Yeah, uh, a every lot of day, people did, day, but day. that's a whole other. That's a whole other story. So, hey, we have come to the end of our Wednesday night live uh broadcast and we've enjoyed our time with our brother tommy tommy boy boy tell him stash let's let's radio. hear yeah, let's it. Hear. What's, what is what is tommy boy got going on this week at cwtv it's like every day I got something rocking out here we're uh I, I'm pulling it up right now we got the monsters of dirt going on here in uh, 20 minutes, then we got the Southern Street Stock Series at 10. And then uh, from there, tomorrow, we got the uh, ECRS in the Mexico Pro Series. Then the Road to Indianapolis, those uh, Indy Lights on Friday. And I can't get in that, right? That's, that is a full one for uh, from what I do here. And like I said, that's a, a road course for the most part. I think there's one, maybe two ovals there. So. Maybe not your cup of tea just yet. There, uh, there's yeah, likes of, like ovals. Rubens Barrichello, uh, uh, Adrian Fernandez. Oh so, yeah, I probably don't want to race against those guys. Yeah, some some F1 names in there, some IndyCar names, some big guys like that. But uh, the biggest compliment I got, guys, and I got to share this with you guys, is the the following over here, checkers and records. One guy, he was like, "Man, you should show up one day, put your mustache on, and act like Tommy out there." And whoa, what? And I was like, "Put you your mustache on." Fake? And then he was like, "Oh, is it not?" I was like, "No, dude." So it's so well groomed. They think this is one of them fake mustaches. I gotta get one of the noses here, <laughs> and I'll. You be, should. You should get a damn nose <laughs> like that. So now you know, somebody you know, really thought it was fake. You'll see on the bro. That's how good it is. That's how how nice this stash oh, is right terrible. here. <laughs> so guys, thank you. I had a blast here hanging out with you guys. Jazzy J was All going right. on. Oh, she can't hear you. Jazzy J. Uncle Sean said hey, she's just staring. Hey, so you stick around one time. quick second, Tommy. Yeah. Um uh, well, we have a and since you, there's no part of getting rid of you just yet, since you are a part of the, you know, the BW Sports One family, obviously you're an original, but we have a huge announcement that we are going to make as of right now, which also affects you, buddy. And growing, so there growing, we go. Growing. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling it up growing, right growing, now. Growing. I mean, you got to give me a I like second. that. I like when you put what there. you said. Growing. No. No, that's oh, what he said when he's in right full there. mount. Growing, growing, growing. 
the the bruises on your face because I'm wow. punching you, Damon. Uh huh. Uh huh. No. What do you mean? What they cook for you? What the buzzards cook for? Yeah. You? What did it? What'd you get? Yeah. Look at that. Come on, show it off there. I got some. I got some old chicken. You know, it was a black guy over, so they made chicken. I was gonna so say, <laughs> do you got watermelon got too? Gosh, That's watermelon lemonade. Oh, geez. <laughs> that sounds good. It does have taste. Got some broccoli. Sounds pretty good there. They're treating you good out there. Tell them congrats from yeah, the records out here as well. All right. So with you nailing it. With, with all yeah, man, he's he's on it. He's done with the show. He's a whole <laughs> yeah, he's ready to eat. All right. So big announcement. PW Sports One has landed yet another awesome partner for the network. That partner. Is Sean Nugent, rock star, realtor with Talk to Tucker. Sean, we thank you for wanting to uh, come on with us as a partner. We can't wait to work with you. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home, contact Sean right now. 317-503-8322 or Sean.Nugent at TalkToTucker.com. Sean Nugent, don't be a dick, you know. I got to throw that out there, Sean. I don't know if you've seen that. That was a good uh, segment. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that was perfect. It was like, it was thank perfect. God I go by Tommy on here because you kept screaming, Sean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He smelled it. Come on. Let's talk there. You talk know. to him. Talk to you. Talk to Tucker. Talk to Sean. Talk to Sean and talk to Tucker, you know? Hey. Talk to Sean and talk to Tucker. So we, we welcome Mr. Nugent. And all of his uh, um, home and commercial business um, expertise to our black and white family. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I've known this guy for a couple of years now. He's a really solid dude, so he's not going to steal you wrong. He's going to get you in the right place. He's not knocking um, your teeth. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the rag for the head, man. <laughs> Did you see how fast that thing went? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right. so before we part with you guys, our last thing is we're going to give you the poll for uh, tomorrow's show, yes. poll position. The poll is if you were a current day athlete any sport if you are a current day athlete and it was time for your sport to come back and restart their season leagues games or whatever the poll question is would you or would you not play check that out come join prime, us in huh? their prime because if i'm about to retire i'm retired i'm walking away saying f this i'm done but if I'm no, on, no, hold on here, hold on here. I know you got a broadcast to get to, and I know you got a broadcast tomorrow, probably at the same damn time that we come on. We always I do, go I do. see, we always go head to head all on night tomorrow night. All night. There you go. Uh we can you gotta check it out, man. We're not we're not giving anything away for tomorrow. That's pole position, baby. Uh, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just had to throw it. Well, that that was my 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 question, though. I, uh, I guess that's it. Is it, it does it is it uh is it in your prime? Am I a, am I a superstar in the league at this point, or am I uh, am I? Uh, let me try to think of somebody. Heck, I don't know. Uh, David West. There, yeah, exactly. Am I David Anthony? West? There you trying, go. 
trying to they, exactly boom. So uh, what? I mean, what, how are we going to play this here? No, no, no. All right. I mean, it's just we're going to get all different times of it out it's, there. It's, no, it's pretty simple. <laughs> no. If you were an athlete playing in a current league now, if you Look, were an athlete, if you, he's like sitting there me, comfy now. He's got his belly playing right now in these current leagues and this day when I play. But he's asking, he's asking, what type of athlete are you? Are you a 12th man? Are you a one to two starter? There, there, there is a depend. There is a difference in in the in what he's saying. I see what he's saying. Cover it all. What? I guess it depends on your answer when you have closed both positions tomorrow. Man, <laughs> if he didn't have a mouthful ten seconds earlier, he would have been good to go on that plug. That was that was a perfect little bump, uh, set, and eat. Man, Tommy boy, we thank you for joining us tonight. Give one more shout out to where you're going to be at in 15 minutes. We, I got to pull it up right now. We'll go live here once I hop off of here. We're going to be CWTV checkers and wreckers, baby. Check us out as uh, we're going to have some dirt action going on tonight. And as always, follow us for all of the motorsports action going around town. Your town, our town, my town, his town, her town, their town, your town. You know, everybody's town out there. And uh, check out all things motorsports, checkers and wreckers Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's right, 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm getting hungry. Look at him. He's is that garlic bread? That yes. Don't yes. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. Yes. Hey, that's why you go on the BW Sports He'll get Patio it. Tour. Yeah, absolutely. There. <laughs> you got it you right. This. And as always, you can check out www.bwsports1.com if you happen to miss any of the action with these guys up here or myself and and, and Howdy. He's, he's one of these ways. I, I don't know which way, but he's one of them over here. But uh, check us out. Like I said, www.bwsports1.com. And we're multi-streaming there. Yes, it's we fun. are. That's right. Tommy Boy, we will let you go. Get over to your uh... – your broadcast we thank you again we'll see you later we'll see you in about 12 minutes thank you fellas appreciate it yes sir yes sir damon Damn, that guy out. right there oh no question he's the one me I, he's got a mouthful i am the ass together we are black and Damn. white sports live tuesday wednesday thursday night 7 30 eastern standard time powered by First Financial Bank, 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis. Gruntworks Custom Woods. Check out Gruntworks Custom Woods for your next custom wood artwork. Ultrasound installations. Always a pleasure to get some good beats going in the car audio. And our newest member of the team, Sean Nugent, rock star realtor. Check him out, 317-503-8322. And Damon, tell the buzzers I love them. I will be at the buzz nest sometime soon. And as always, what do we do? We keep Andy sporty, baby. How me sport man. Peace. 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 From the girl. <laughs>